Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash the list. That's audibletrial.com forward slash the list. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And I think being a creative entrepreneur comes from, you know, having a, a, an open mind and, and realizing what people don't have versus what they do. I don't want to do anything unless I'm passionate about it. So I really hate, you know what I hate when I'm giving somebody advice and then they be like, oh, but you don't even practice what you preach. So, and it's like, aha. And that's why I'm fucking up in life because I don't practice what I preach. But I'm giving you jewels so you could practice it and you don't be like me. A fuck up. You get it? You get it? Testing one, two, motherfucking three. Brennan's in the house. What you gonna do to me? I'm rapping on the mic and I'm getting down low. You don't know me and you don't know my flow. I'm flowing. Yes, bitch, knowing. What you gonna do when I bust up in the speaker with that one and that two? Fix it all up on you. Yes, I turned that shit. Ooh, ooh. Was it not a dope flow, though? See, you so busy. Oh, yeah, it's like you ain't even gonna give me the opportunity. All right, welcome back to The Lisp. This is your boy, Trill Bill. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TrillXXBill. Um, you can follow the podcast on the Lisp podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, I want to thank first everybody for all of the feedback on the first comeback show. I don't know if it's a comeback show, but we were gone for a minute, but we're back again. Oh, like, look here, Mr. Jump Off. Um, <laughs> um, last episode was just random. I just wanted to touch on some stuff just because Real Housewives of Atlanta had premiered and Tamar had invented had announced their stuff so it was just a whole bunch of stuff that i wanted to well not a whole bunch of stuff but some quick things i wanted to touch on um this week this episode is mainly going to focus on love languages so basically i'm going to do two episodes for this um topic the first part is just going to be i'm going to go over still word on the street and shit like that touch on some celebrity news and stuff and then on the second part it'll be some conversations I have with my friends I'm actually having a friendsgiving this Wednesday so um just some conversations about love languages and relationships with with them also and I'll be able to share that guy, share that with you guys in the second part so basically how this came about in general um, I told y'all in the last episode that I am in a relationship for a few months and it's good. Everything's good. But now it's just like, okay, so it's cold. Everybody is like in boo season, but um, boo season is like only temporary. So it's a lot of work to go from like the boo period, the infatuation period into transitioning into a stable and comfortable relationship that you actually want to be in. And so. Um, 
what I've learned is with the love languages, which are ba basically five different specifications teaching you how you understand love, how you give love, and how you receive it and everything like that. Um, it's separated into five parts, words of affirmation, acts of service, um, receive and give, quality time, and physical touch. And so basically you take a test. It's like 30 questions online. I'll post it um, on my Twitter or something like that. And you take the test, and it basically ranks each five, like, the most important to you. It basically tells you how to understand your partner better, how they can. That way, when you're having disagreements and arguments and things like that, you can argue to understand and not argue just to argue, and you don't end up fucking each other up. So, I just want to touch on that. I'll go into more of it in the second part of the episode. First part, I just want to touch on, like, some celebrity news that I saw out in regular shit serena williams got married to the white guy no shade congratulations everybody needs love interracial or not i love it yeah. um <laughs> she got married in new orleans at the contemporary art center i think and she had like a beauty and the beast theme but most importantly she had beyonce there so and you know be um serena's friends with like a ride a, <laughs> a wide variety of celebrities so you had like Kim Kardashian and Sierra and Lala and Anna Wintour and Beyonce and Kelly. Did I say Kelly already? But just like a mix of highs and lows. And you can pick out who's the highs and the lows. I didn't say it. Um, but yeah, she had a mix of friends. Like her mom walked her daughter down the aisle. It was a carousel there. Real nice. Like that. They had to be planning this wedding for a nice, I think, like, was the baby, I don't know. That's a nice, elaborate wedding to get Beyonce to. It had to be planned sometime, because, you know, Beyonce don't rush no plans for nobody, so she don't just pencil you in. You have to send some type of notification, so it was nice as hell. Um, congratulations to Serena Williams. Sign up for that. And in complete opposite news, um, David, whatever his last name is, Jennifer Hudson, First of all, I feel like I should be saying they get, they're getting a divorce because they've been together, I think even engaged for like 10 years. If you're engaged for 10 years, nah, bro, this ain't it. It ain't gonna happen. That's a long time to just be thinking about it or like to be in that. I would rather be your boyfriend than be your fiance for 10 fucking years. That means that we thought we were there and then we're just like... <laughs> We decided somewhere in the midst, probably two years in, that we're not there, and then we just didn't want to call it off. Like, And then when do you stop saying you're actually engaged? I think after six years of being engaged, you can go back to, like, by default, you go back to being a boyfriend or a girlfriend. So if you get engaged, maybe four years. So if you, you get engaged and you're not married in four years, you guys are kind of that boyfriend and girlfriend, and you don't really want to get married. But um, this shit is messy because, okay, Jennifer separated and then filed for protector, protective order against David, which basically says, I don't feel safe with you around. I don't want you around the kid because I don't feel safe with you being in the vicinity because you're violent or some shit like that. David said there's some bullshit, and Jennifer's just a whore. And not to slut shame or anything like that. Nothing. Shout out to Amber Rose. Um, I saw a meme somewhere where they were like, Amber Rose asked 
the DJ not to play any of her ex's music at the club. And then somebody was like, well, damn, y'all ain't going to play no music. It's going to be a silent night. That really sucks. Funny as hell, though, but it sucks. But basically, David said that Jennifer has been sleeping with her producer, Molly Music, who, if I'm not mistaken, is a gospel artist. And gospel artists in 2017 are turned as hell. Like, for some reason, gospel, I guess it's just like another, um, it's just like another music, like another genre. Because back in the day, my old gospel artists, like Dottie People's Nim, they weren't when they was getting down. It, they didn't have any scandals and shit like that. But even with, like, Sir the Baptist, he's the last person that I recall Brandon being with before she started saying she wasn't pregnant and actually looking pregnant. And Brandy, everybody keeps saying Brandy is gaining weight and gaining weight, but you gain weight when you're pregnant. And if you are looking at all of these pictures of Brandy, it ain't like regular weight. It's just not like her thyroids are acting up or something like that. Like it, she's not carrying it in specific places. It's in her face and in her stomach and her breasts because she's pregnant. And Brandy has a habit of lying to us. I don't understand why. You want to? She told us she was married one time, and then now she wants to deny the fact that she's pregnant. Like, just if you don't, and here's my thing: if you're gonna say that you're not pregnant, go home and sit down. Like, just go home until you have the baby, and then come back. And then people are like, she's being Ray and Princess's surrogate. And if that's the case, I would want my surrogate to sit her ass down. Brandy out here doing shows. And she's performing, she's acting on star, all with this belly and saying she's not pregnant, and then everybody gotta pretend like it doesn't exist. I don't. I that's too much. I don't. It's just that's just a lot. But um, back to the gospel artist. So supposedly Jennifer has been messing with him, and he has. David said that he wants custody of the child. So Brandy is Brandy. Jennifer is basically filing the protective order to stop him from getting custody. Um, or sole custody, at least. That's a lot. And that's a lot of paperwork to file with somebody you never got married to. And I'd hate for that to happen. If she had taken the love languages test, and maybe they had taken it, maybe they could have figured out at least how to work it out. Or, crazy idea, that being engaged after four or five years is a sign that you don't actually want to get married, and you could probably separate. This could have happened before you may have gotten pregnant. Children are a gift from God, though, so once you have them, celebrate them, because they're there now. But, um, again, it's a fucked up situation to be in when you, um, again, you don't have, you're not married to this person, so you have to go through all of these hoops and all of that just to legally, like, separate from them. And I'm sure they have, like, property together and all of that shit, because they were basically fucking married, like, ten damn years. Uh, it's just oh if and if you cannot tell this episode is brought to you by a brand new fucking mic i um <laughs> i got a new mic i went i just ugh, i did too much i bought got damn near a whole studio um not like a studio studio not like um beyonce parkwood entertainment more like Nivea laundromat like it was you know good quality song like it's still you know just not top notch I might you know I hope FYI I would hold Nivea above Ashanti just me I could be wrong but yeah um 
I'm doing my laundromat thing over here. Shout out to that. So also, what else did I see? Tamar, okay. Tamar and Vince. This, <laughs> initially, you would think that this would be just for the show. Um, Just like Wendy Williams fainting until them eyes got big. When them eyes got big, she was screaming. Like, she was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going into windowings. Um, you initially, I initially thought that the Tamar and Vince stuff would blow over, and this was mostly for the show, so on and so forth. But recently, with Miss E is basically doing entire press tours now regarding Tamar and Vince, and like detailing the abuse that Tamar has suffered at the hands of Vince, and so. On the one hand, it's like, can't y'all control y'all mama from doing this? Like, you guys are celebrities, I'm sure. And Miss E ain't never been this public about anything. So it's like, it's odd that she's doing it now. But on one hand, I was talking to someone else, and they were like, well, what if she's basically just trying to shame Tamar into not going going back to being in an abusive relationship? Because Tamar is, we've seen by her, post she when she gets emotional about how people come at her on social media and things like that she cares what the public perceives so if they have been hiding this abuse which means they've been um assisting him in a way by covering it up and not um you know not going public maybe that's what miss e is doing now by going public by holding her accountable and holding everybody accountable saying like if you're gonna go back to him you're gonna go back knowing that everybody knows he's beating your ass because she's saying that he is beating tamar's ass like it ain't no she's on because she i think she was on ricky smiling ask ricky smiley meaning me um she was on ricky smiley and she was just like just detailing everything and saying how she even worries about Logan when Vince gets upset and everything like that. And they asked her if she's ever confronted him. And he, of course, is like, it's Tamar's mouth and everything like that, which we all know Tamar can go to 10 and so on and so forth. But I don't think that's ever an excuse. And that's like a defense mechanism too. like the people with the loudest mouth with all their bark, they don't really, nine times out of ten, they don't really have the bite to match that. So Tamar doing all of that is probably a side effect of what she goes through at home because we don't know how they act off camera, and we don't really know how Tamar is off camera. I'm sure she is very similar to the character that she p portrays, but that doesn't work getting your ass beat all the time either. And if he's in control of her career and all of this, and he got the money, I can definitely see why she would want to, um, why she would want to get out. Cause shit, who wouldn't? And also, like, I mean, well, I'm saying why she would stay in the situation, not, not in a good way, but that people do that for certain reasons. Like, if she hadn't built, she didn't have a career before. She didn't have a means to like do for herself or get out. And now she does. She has a she has a full fledged career, and I'm sure she has stashed away money. I'm sure Tony Braxton Tony Braxton's gone through enough financial issues to teach all of her sisters where to put money and how to put it away and where to keep it for a rainy day. So I'm sure she got like a little nest egg somewhere that she can chill out with for a second until she get half of Vince of whatever Vince has left over once, because I think he's being sued right now. So. I think it's a lot. It's a lot of information. 
And when people get on these reality shows, like especially celebrities, it's like, damn, this is Tony Braxton's family. Like, <laughs> we know all y'all business. It's <laughs> it's a lot when you get on here. And that's the same thing, like speaking of love languages again, with Tiana and Iman. I don't know about this reality show. I'm I definitely um, think it promotes black love, and I think it's a good thing for especially young black people to see. But relationships and reality TV and that fame, that's a lot, and that does a lot. But I think Tiana is hilarious personality-wise. And I don't really know much about Iman besides his basketball. Oh, I saw him um, freestyling. He's pretty dope there, but I just hope Fade isn't the intro. I don't mind if I don't see that again. I hope she's not wearing fitness wear the whole time. And I just hope it's like, I think the Tiny and T.I. show was a really good show until we learned how fucking stupid T.I. actually was. Like, he, I think he had a Tyrese moment, too. But he came back. He shut the fuck t- T.I. shut the fuck up. He has shut the fuck up for a while, which is pretty good. And maybe we can forget the dumb ass shit he said on social media and on that show, like the last season for some reason. But the T.I. and Tiny show was a really good thing for black love and everything like that. So I definitely get trying to fill that void. And I hope Tiana and Iman can do that. And I hope it's interesting because if it's not interesting, then you know. It don't last too long. All right. So for everyone that listens to this podcast, Audible is offering a free trial. So if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash the list, you can get a 30 day free trial. And they also give you an actual credit to download a book at the time. So we're actually talking about love languages this week. You can go to audibletrial.com forward slash the list and download the love languages and actually learn about them and make them beneficial to your life. Again, that is audibletrial.com forward slash the list. Now back to the show. Okay, so next. Kenya Moore, Tyrese. Okay, Kenya Moore, relationship-wise. I definitely... <laughs> more period in general um i definitely i understand her i didn't think that she was actually married i still there hasn't i don't think anybody's seen a marriage certificate so until you see the paper it ain't real but relationship keeping that secret or because i guess she's in the public eye i kind of understand that um She was seen coming out of IVF doctors' offices in Barbados, I think. And so apparently she's trying to get pregnant. And I, if Kenya Moore is the Kenya Moore from Real Housewives of, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I don't know if I would want Kenya Moore to be my mom. Um, she seems to have, like, these last two seasons, she seems to have toned it down and brought it back. Because you can only do that much and be on 10 that long you run, before you run out of steam at some point. Like, you can't be that stupid. That's why I don't understand 
like unless you Porsches run on fucking air. So yeah. Um but like her whole relationship in that whole scene with her crying, talking about him not eating or sleeping. That's a lot. Like, girl, he ain't eating or sleeping over you because he married you. That's <laughs> that's not something you want to say. I don't think. Like, and then she called and left him like forty-two voicemails, or just trying to prove that she has an actual relationship. It always feels forced with her, whether it's legitimate or not. She just comes across like she wants you to believe it's so bad. And that's what makes it laughable because why are you sitting and calling and leaving, having a conversation with this man's voicemail and he at work and he's sending you the voicemail? Send him a text message. Tell him to call you. You already, you're saying in your confessional, y'all talk um, multiple times a day. So send him a text and tell him to call you later. Don't sit and leave him 4,000 voicemails. He probably had you blocked. He probably knew what time you filmed, and he was like, you're not not going to call me and get me on camera talking. Because if he don't want to do it, he don't want to do it. So, uh, I don't know. If it's real, congratulations to her, too. And <laughs> I bet Serena Williams got her papers, though. I'm pretty sure. Um, But, yeah, I just, I don't want her to force it and not to force it on us. Because if it's real, it's your thing. And we don't matter, even though I get you're doing a show. But even the whole act of not wanting to say his name or you can call him baby. Like, that's just making it even more dramatic. That's doing too much. Because if you were just like Mark Daly, you just told told Needy the name like or told Candy the name when she asked, then you go on to the next thing. But you wanting to not even say his name, um... It's like he's almost ashamed to be married to you. And he tells you, like, look, bitch, don't tell nobody. Like, when you post your man crush Monday and he texts you and be like, take that shit down, it almost feels like that. It feels like that type of relationship. But um, good luck to Kenya Moore if that's a real thing. Shout out to her. Um, I think you have to do even, like, a Tyrese update just to let people know that he's still around and he's still fucking crazy. Um, It's like you... Uh, <sighs> At what point you feel bad because we always tell black men, especially now, like, okay, be conscious of, like, your mental health and feel free to talk to somebody or black men feel free to be emotional or share your emotions and shit like that. And then comes a motherfucker like Tyrese and completely takes advantage of it and just wows the fuck out. He's completely spazzed, like, on a whole nother level. Like, it's gone from being worried to him to being fucking annoyed. Because you've, <laughs> you've tried to shame people into giving you money. Hey, Will and Jada. Like, you've constantly gone after The Rock while that man is at work blowing up his phone, talking about <laughs> how, how you're going to be mad at The Rock for getting a job. Like, he's just working. And then when he finishes working, they're going to start your movie that you now say you don't want to be a part of. Um... <laughs> If he's a part of, which he's going to be a part of because The Rock is, is like box, box office goals. So you, you're missing out on that check. All in the same breath, you're saying that you can't even get a job now. After you've been granted um, partial custody. So now you, you finally got what you wanted. You can see Shayla. But now you ain't got no money to take Shayla nowhere or do anything with Shayla. Now y'all got to build forts because you've spent 
Did he go to like um, Dubai or something like that? Like, you ain't got no money. Why are you doing all this extravagant stuff? Like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't trust this judge that gave him um, partial custody. I don't. I don't think he should. I don't like. I hope it's monitored. But I really legit think something is wrong with Tyrese because he's just gone so far left. Like, even when he is breaking down on Instagram, he's not even holding it at, like, the 2017 phone level. Or, you know, where you're getting your angles or anything like that. He's at the old man level. It's like the phone is under his chin or it's either, like, too high up or, like, too far to the right. Like, it's not, it's nowhere where it should be. He's, like, when you do the old man tears and you're doing the old man angles, you've, you've snapped. You've officially gone off the deep end. So, I just hope the man, like, Yanla, she always tweeting people that don't, or she always saying something smart to somebody that don't need it for real, for real. You know, you try to fix Sheree life outside of Chateau. Sheree, Sheree got Chateau built now. Um, Evelyn life. Well, Evelyn kind of needed this time, but this is where she needs to go. She needs to shout out to Tyrese so he can get his shit together. Maybe this is all set up for, like, a bomb-ass album that I hope y'all buy. Because he's selling Shayla t-shirts, too. Shayla rocks. Um, get yours wherever they're sold. <laughs> okay, so I think, what's that, like 20 minutes? Yep. Yep, that's enough rambling. Um, I think that's everything that I have for Word on the Street this week Um, that I wanted to add in here. I did want to get into a little more about, like, love languages. and why I actually decide to do that this week. And then in part two, I'll actually get some friends together and we you will hear us discuss how we how those love languages affect us and which love languages we are and everything like that. So again, the first one is words of affirmation. So basically just needing some type of some type of token from your lover and being told that hey I appreciate you, or I like what you did there. Good job. Keep it up, buddy. Keep going, sis. Like, <laughs> However you guys share that, they need that. Acts of service is basically the opposite of words of affirmation. Don't tell me, show me. Do something for me, like a small thing or something, whatever. But you have to do something for me to show me that you love me. And receiving gifts is receiving gifts. I don't... It, it, um, quality time is basically just being around that person and having unfiltered time with them and time that you don't have to share them and their attention isn't split elsewhere while you guys are together. Um, and the last one is physical touch. So physical touch is described as anywhere from sex to holding hands and just being around that person. And when you're around that person, just having some type of physical connection with them and needing that. Now, when you take this test, it tells you, again, the how you hold what level of importance in, in each um, specification and in each love language. And it's important to understand that because it affects the way that you communicate with your partner. Like me personally, I think that in my new baby relationship I have come to the point where it is or we've come to the point where we're now like 
we've decided, okay, we're together. So we're past the infatuation stage. We are having mild disagreements, nothing serious. I'm a little dramatic, so meh. <laughs> so like we just, you know, just getting to understand each other. And that is why we took our love languages test and wanted to understand that. So, so be on the lookout for the next episode. And we'll get more into love languages and I'll get some of my friends together so we can discuss that and have basically like an open forum. And until next week, again, follow us at The List Podcast on everything. Follow me at Trill XXFeel. And remember, always pay attention and please listen carefully.